Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Man, it's always great. It's always great to be with you guys. You guys feeling good? Okay, well, we got a bunch of people online, too, so we need to let them know that we love them, right? So let's make some noise for them. Can you do that? Awesome. Very cool. Well, hey, uh, this has been quite the week, I'm sure, for so many reasons, for so many reasons, right? And I'm just glad we're having this conversation in person that we can talk and gather together because, man, it's been interesting. It's been so interesting. And uh, I, I tell you what, I... I haven't lost so many followers on Instagram. Woo! What is going on? It is amazing to me. I'm like, what? I just, you know, it's so funny because, uh, you know, regardless where you are in this thing, it's just, it's just, it's just, hey, I'm for the future, right? So I'm just like, let's, let's talk about the future. Let's do this together. Let's go into the future together because what we can create together, we cannot create divided. So I'm just like, let's create something together, right? And so I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm like a, I'm Pakistani, right? So I, I have a, I'm Pakistani. So I connect with the Indian culture as well, Indian, Pakistan, they were together. And anyways, so I just posted something that said, hey, I'm still looking to finally get me. I said something like, uh, I'm getting an auntie in the White House. It was just fun. I was like, hey, an auntie, because that's what we call aunt, we say auntie. But anyways, it's the same thing. And uh, man, people were like, what? What's going on? It's crazy. And uh, if you go on my Instagram, man, people, there are a lot of Christians behaving badly. I'll just tell you. <laughs> you don't even read, want to read the comments because they're not even PG-13. I was like, can I delete this? But it's funny. Anyway, so, uh, so I just want to say this. I want to say this. that um, oh, I'm just glad that we're having this conversation here uh, because uh, this conversation uh, about uh, the topic I want to talk about, which is no other, no other hope, is I think very timely to us. Because what it reminded me, uh, what the, all of this has reminded me, is that friends, we are, we are, uh, we're gonna, we're, we, there's so much uh, that is in common with us than, than that's uncommon. We, we have so many things that uh, unite us, then divide us. There, there's so many beautiful things about humanity, you know? And so uh, I know that for so many of us, uh, I know you have family members. In fact, I was, uh, last night, I was at, uh, I was in Charleston, South Carolina, and I was celebrating my, my brother's 50th birthday. He turned 50. Yes, 50. He's much older than me. Much older, about 20 years or so. No, not true at all. But, uh, and uh, we were with family, and uh, we were talking, and, you know, I don't know if it's with you, but, with, you know, family loves each other, but we have very different opinions. Anybody have that kind of family? Right? We have different opinions about everything. And so um, we, had, uh, we had a lot of conversations, a lot of conversations about um, things. And I was in conversations uh, with people who did not think like me, did not, uh, you know, have different opinions. But at the end of the day, it was so great, though, because we're like, we're celebrating uh, family. We're in this uh, about, you know, we're in this for um, a birthday. We're, we're all just remembering that we are family. And so let's just act like family. And so in the midst of all these different opinions, it was so great to see that people were just, just enjoying each other. So I just want to say this. I know this is a very long intro uh, to this morning, but let's just act like family, right? Let's, disagree, dis, dis, let's just disagree, but let's the, at the end of the day, let's just love each other, right? And family, we just choose, right? Can we just do that? Can we just love each other? You're like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, we can. 
I didn't say we got to like each other. Hello. I'm just saying we have to love each other. So anyways, we're talking about hope. Uh, Again, let me read you this passage. Uh, Let me read you this passage. This is so, so, so important. The psalmist said this. He said, he said, um, Psalms 39 says, and now, and now God, I am left with one conclusion. I'm left with one conclusion. My only hope is to hope in what? In you alone. My only hope is to hope in you alone. And so I want to have a conversation about what does it mean to have no other hope but the hope that God offers to us. Because for so many of us, we have, we've tried to figure out what hope looks like. We've, we've tried to figure out, um, um, you know, how do we navigate hope? Because for some of us, we've lost all hope. We're overwhelmed by it. We're negotiating what's going on. What does it look like for us to, to, to have this hope that, that touches no one else? What, is, what does that even mean? mean? What does that even look like? Well, the, the, the deal is, is that there is a hope that is very different from the kind of hope that, that, that God offers to us, what we're really, truly used to. And I want to give us an, uh, an idea of like, what this hope could actually look like for us. Like, I want to go to a passage of Scripture, and I want to just kind of submit to you in a sense, is that the, sometimes the hope that we're holding on to, it, that's the problem, that we actually have a hope that we have to hold on to. And I just wonder, is there a hope, is there a better hope out there that, that actually does not need us to hold on to it, but it's actually a hope that holds on to us and guides us? So this morning, I want to present to you an idea, a thought that in the scriptures, the hope that God offers is a hope, a hope that actually holds us, a hope that holds humanity and that guides and wants to guide humanity. And so I don't know where you are in, in this journey of hope. Maybe you're you know, in a place where you're like, I'm not quite sure. Uh, maybe I've given up on hope. I mean, I'm not just about this election, but all the other things going on in my life. Maybe this is, this is the issue. I, I, I don't know if I can actually have any more hope. I had d- different ideas of what this year was going to look like. Anybody had different ideas about this year? Anybody? 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 Yep. Right? Um, hey, uh, so what, what do we do? What, 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 what is the solution? What is the solution? Well, the solution is, is that there's a hope that is very different from, um, uh, from what we think. It's a hope that, um, that actually wants to hold on to us and wants to uh, guide wants to guide us. So what does that look like? What does that mean? So let me, let me get into it really quick. Um, I'm going to pray for us because I do believe that this is an opportunity for us. And also, I want to talk to the production team really quick. These guys are amazing. They're learning to do what they're doing. There is the, the issue that, really quick, there's an issue with the projector and it's hitting my face. All it needs to do is to put a mask on there and lower it and then it'll cut off and it will not hit me. All right? I think I communicated well. Okay, just a mask and it'll do it. It'll do the trick. That's why it's you guys seeing all this stuff on my face. <laughs> They're like, what's going on? What's this going on? It's just a mask. You just have to raise it. It's all good. All right, let's pray together. And I'm going to pray for this mask too. All right. <laughs> Father, we thank you so much. We thank you, God, that uh, at the end of the day, we are human. At the end of the day, we are kids. At the end of the day, we are people who love you and um, um, who are called by your name. Uh, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, God, we are people who um, need you desperately, God. And so, Father, I know that this conversation that we're going to have today is uh, a conversation that needs to be had. It's a conversation that, uh, that, uh, that God, that, um, that will push us forward. 
But God, it's a, also a conversation that will center us to, um, to who you really are and what you're all about, God, and how, what you're calling us to. Father, I pray that you would speak to us, not just here in this room, but God, online, especially people who've tuned in to go, okay, what do we do now? Where do we go from here? Father, I pray you speak in just a powerful way that you remind us, God, that your story is very unique, very, very, very unique to who we are. Uh, It's a story, God, that uh, reminds us that there's hope for all of us, not just some of us, God. And so, Father, I pray, I pray, God, that you would speak to us a message that will unite us uh, as we move forward in this pursuit of you, knowing and understanding the God who loves us so dearly, so unconditionally. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Um, let's, start, let's talk about this. So there's a story. It's actually uh, pretty profound. It illustrates so well this idea of, um, of um, what it means to have a hope that actually uh, guides us and, uh, uh, and holds us. And so there's a story, and it's found in Matthew. So if you've got your Bible, if you've got something, uh, we'll put up the scriptures for you as well. Uh, uh, but it's Matthew uh, chapter 8, and it's a story about Jesus and uh, a centurion. So really quick, uh, Roman centurion, that means from a different side, he, Jesus is Jewish. And so I just want you to know that there's already a dynamic going on that he that they both are, have nothing in common. In one sense, in, 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 in actually in particular sense, uh, Romans were actually, uh, 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 they were uh, conquering or they were oppressing the Jewish people. And so that was part of the issue. And so what, what happened is that they, um, they had major conflict. There was so much unrest in, them in the time of Jesus. And so there are definitely different political groups. There are different kinds of people. You have obviously Romans, and then you have Jewish people. So in the middle of that, this passage, or this, I should say, the story takes place. And so let me read this to you. It starts off, it says, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a Roman so, so officer, can you say Roman? Roman. A Roman officer came and pleaded with him, Lord, my master, my young master lies in bed, paralyzed in terrible suffering. Jesus said, uh, I will come I will come and heal him. I will come and heal him. But the officer said, Lord, uh, I'm I'm not worthy to have you come into my house. Just say the word uh, from where you are and my servant will be healed. Now let me just stop right there. First of all, like I said, you have major tension going on, right? You've had Romans and you have Jewish people, and then you have Jesus healing, doing all kinds of things, talking about this message of uh, of the Messiah, and he's talking to Jewish people. Now, in the middle of that, you have Roman people. In fact, I told this story once, and, you know, in the story, there's always a good guy and a bad guy, right, sometimes? And um, I was actually speaking in Rome, talking about the story, and I was like, and there was a Roman centurion, and they're like, like all of us. And I was like, oh, you're right. The, the Rome, now it's a different, you, 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 uh, all of a sudden you find yourself in a different lens in a sense, or you find yourself in a different place when you don't realize like, um, you know, what, what side you're on. And so, so here's what happens. You got, you got Jesus who, who says, you know what, you know what, um, uh, I, I, I'm going to do something very, very different. So what happens? Well, we read what happens. Um, you've got Jesus standing there, and instantly when he says, um, there's a problem that I have, he says, I will, I will come and heal him. Now, what's happening right there? What's happening right there? Well, what's happening is you, got, you have Jesus who is willing to leave Jewish people and stop all the healings that he's doing and actually go to the Roman centurion and heal him. 
That's what's happening right here. Now, just imagine if you were waiting for so long for a healing. You're a Jewish person. He's a Jewish person. You've been waiting in line. Have you ever waited in line for stuff? Okay? I mean, the, the waiting in line forever, and Jesus is like, you know what? Okay, one second. And he goes, hey, you know what? I'm going to go and go with this Roman guy and heal him and take care of his problems. Could you imagine Jesus switching sides light really quick? He's like, no, I'll go do that. If you're the guy listening and watching and waiting and hoping, like, oh, my gosh, I need, to, I need this healing. You've been waiting forever. You're like, no, 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 you're not going anywhere, right? You're not going anywhere. You can't do this. You can't do this. And so what happens? What happens is you, got, you have Jesus uh, right there create, creating some kind of tension. And he says, I'm going to come and heal him. But then the centurion keeps talking and tells him, hey, you don't actually need to do that. You can just say the, say the word and my servant will be healed. Now, that's amazing, too, because he's a Roman guy, and Jesus has been going to people and healing them. So what's going on? Let's, let's, let's find out. So he says, um, he says, just say the word, and my servant will be healed. Now, if you're one of the disciples, you're thinking, what is, no, that's not how it all happens at all. And he says this. He says, I know, I know this. And so why do you know this? He says, I know this because I'm, a, uh, I'm under the authority of, of superior officers, and I have authority over my soldiers, I, 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 only say, uh, I, only, I only need to say go and they go or come uh, and they come. And if I say to my, my slaves, do this, they do it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Now stop right here. Like, why was he amazed? He was amazed that he was talking to people and calling them slaves? Now what was he saying? He, the guy, a Roman guy, was saying this. Jesus, here's what I know. What I know is you have authority. You, are having, you have the ability to heal supernatural, uh, in supernatural ways. You can actually just say the word and healing will take place. But, uh, so you don't have to come to my house. You don't have to come to my house. Jesus stops and he's so amazed. And the reason why he's so amazed is because he's going, this is the kind of faith that I'm talking about. This is the kind of hope I'm talking about. This is amazing. In fact, this is what he says. He says, this is amazing. And then he says this. He tur- turning to those who were following him, he said, I tell you the truth. I haven't seen faith like this in what? In all of Israel. And I tell you this, that many Gentiles will come from all over the world, from east and west, and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob at the feast in the kingdom of heaven. But many Israelites, those, for those who the kingdom was prepared, will be thrown into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So if you ever heard hell described as weeping and gnashing of teeth, right? Have you, anybody heard about that, right? You've heard of that. It's, it's actually in the context of, 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 is, of Jewish people, not like sinners, but actually saints. He's like, no, they're going to go and they're going to have a moment of regret. What happens here? Jesus basically says, let me just tell you, I know you're Jewish people. I know you've been part of the right club. I know you're, you're you know, I'm, I'm Jewish, you're Jewish, we got Jewish, it's all, it's all great. Jesus for Jews, I got that, I got that. But there's something more going on here. Do you not realize you have this centurion guy, this centurion guy who's willing to actually uh, uh, come and be a part of this conversation, and then he's putting his hope and his faith out there. You see what was happening? The centurion knew, knew that Jesus didn't even have to come and, uh, uh, you know, do anything to heal and solve his problem. No, he came to Jesus because he was like, I know, I know you are able. I just don't know if you're willing. 
if you're willing. Because if you're willing to do it, then, then I have hope. Centurion walked in with hope. Now, why is this so important? Because it's so important because it tells us that for so many of us, we have found ourselves in the wrong side of God as well. We find ourselves in a place where we just don't know if we're actually on the side of God or not. We don't know if God is for us. How many times have you started to pray something and you're like, I just hope you're wanting to do this. Anybody? I'm like, I just hope this works, yo. Please. I just hope. Hope. That, I mean, I throw faith in there, but there's also this idea of like, man, I just hope this is your will, and you know, your scripture says that it's your will, it's going to be done, so obviously, just please, like, just help me out, help me out, do something, do something. This is so awesome, friends, because right here, God says this, you need a hope that holds you, not a hope that you have to hold on to. You need a God who holds you. You need a hope that holds humanity, and I hold humanity, regardless what side you're on. Let me just tell you, there'll be people who come from the what? East and the West. I'm glad about the East because I'm from the Middle East, okay? So I'm just glad. He's like, I just don't, I just want you to know this. I just want you to know this. You might, you know, he's talking to the crowd. He's like, the table that you think you're invited to, the world is too. The world is too. Yeah, those people. Yep, those kind of Christians. Yep, they are too. Well, I'm leaving the table. All right, fine, but I'm just telling you, we're going to celebrate. You remember the prodigal son story? Anybody remember that? Anybody online remember that? Do you remember the, wow, the moment, that story, you're like, oh, I can't believe this happened, is the moment the older brother was like, I refuse to go and celebrate. Because I don't think what you are doing, God, or what you have allowed is good. And he's like, oh, my, I've always loved you. I've always loved you. What is he saying here? If your hope is not big enough that can hold all of humanity, it's not big enough. And he's like, hey, you need a hope that holds you. Because for some of you, you've lost all hope in whatever. Your, your hope is, is, is you've let go of hope. You've not, you don't know what to do anymore. The good news is, the good news is, is what Jesus came to actually talk to us about is a hope that holds you and then a hope that guides you. Here, let me read you a couple of passages of scriptures. They're, they're, they're pretty, pretty amazing. In terms of holding us, Psalms 91 says, He, he's the hope, he's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. 2 Corinthians 5 says this, and this is no, this is no empty hope. For God himself is the one who has prepared us for this wonderful destiny. And to confirm this promise, he has given us the Holy Spirit like an engagement ring as a guarantee. Ephesians 1, he says this, he says, I pray, I pray that the light of God will illuminate your eyes of your imaginations, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation, the full revelation of what? Of the hope, his hope, of his calling. That is, which is the wealth of God's glorious inheritance that he finds in us, his holy ones. It's powerful stuff. It's a hope that holds us, a hope that holds humanity. And then it's a hope that guides us. And Proverbs 3 says this, they, they, give you, they, they, give you, uh, they give you living hope to guide you, 
and, and not to, that, that one of your lives tests will cause you to stumble. He's talking about the knowledge of God that will give us a hope that guides us. Hebrews 10 says this. I mean, there's so many passages of scriptures, friends. Hebrews 10 says this. So now, wrap your heart tightly around the hope that lives within us, knowing that God always keeps his promises. 2 Corinthians 3 says this, so then, so then, with this amazing hope living in us, we step out in freedom and boldness to speak the truth. Friends, there is a hope that's accessible to us. See, if this is such a simple message, but such a powerful one, because a hope that you've held on to might be a hope that disappoints The scripture says that there is a hope that does not disappoint. And that hope is found in realizing that God is in control. And not just God is in control, but God loves you enough for you to be, quote unquote, on the wrong side. And he goes, I'll come and leave and come and heal and come and restore you. He says, I'll figure out a way to get you on the table. It's a hope that says, hey, regardless of where you've come from, I, I mean, I've come from a very different background, friends, that regardless of my background, it does not matter. You have a hope that does not let go of you. So, so if you find yourself hopeless or even hopeful, remind yourself, anchor your soul to this hope that is a hope that holds you, not a hope that, hold, that you have to hold on to. And let, by, by the way, let's not let anything else hold us, Right? For some of us, we've, let, we've allowed despair, doubt, hold us. We, we've, allowed, we've allowed failure to hold us. We've allowed insecurity to hold us. I mean, come on, that's why some of us are just stuck. You're just stuck. You don't know what to do. It's a hope. that It's not, it's not the hope that's holding you. It's something else that's holding you. Let's, not be, let's, let's be people that refuse to let anything hold us. Let's refuse, uh, let's just be people who say, you know what, I'm not going to allow fear and I'm not going to allow despair and confusion. I'm not going to allow anything to hold hold me. I'm going to allow hope, a hope that God gives us, this this hope that does not disappoint. I'm going to allow that to hold me. And then let's be people who refuse to let anything else guide us. Let's not allow... um, Fear, uh, let's not allow doubt, suspicion, let's not allow uh, uh, just uh, despair, let's not allow hatred or, or, or love of anything else other than God define us and lead us. See, that's why we've been doing this series, No Other, because we're reminding ourselves that we as a people, we get to be people who say once and for all that there's no other name, there's no other God, there's no other label, there's no other party, there's no, there's no one but him. There's no one, because no one, no people group loves you like he loves you. There's no people group who will take you back, in a sense, after you do whatever you want to do, in a sense. There's no other. And so this series, I, I, I'm loving because it's like, hey, let's remind ourselves, there is no other hope. Because a hope that does not hold humanity, a hope that cannot hold you when you let go, is not hope at all. The good news is there is a hope that holds you and wants to guide you. And what I mean by that, it it calls us to boldly move step forward, right? 
It's a hope that guides us. What does that mean? It's a hope that says, hey, let's put your, word, let's put your faith in action. Let, let's, move your, let's, move your, let's move your faith. Because if you remember, faith is the evidence of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things hoped for, faith. So let's move in faith, friends. Let's step out in faith. Let's put our, let's put our faith to work because a hope that does not put your faith to work is no hope at all. And so now God is saying, hey, let me just remind you. What I'm here for is all of you, all of you. And that's the hope I want to give you. So what do you have going on in your life that you're like, you know what, I just, I've allowed something else to hold on to me and I've allowed something else to guide me. What is it? I know for some of us, it's, it's, it's your health, it's your future, it's your career. It's beyond politics. It's, it's real life stuff that you're facing. It's the stuff of like, should I move, should I not? I don't know where this relationship is going. It's real life stuff. It's real life stuff. So let me pray for this real life stuff. Regardless if you're sitting here or you're watching online, what are you hoping for? And I want to just pray for a hope that guides and a, and a, and a hope that holds us. Let me pray for us. Uh, Lord God, we thank you so much for this morning. We thank you, Lord God, that you are a God that allows us to experience you in such a powerful way, that allows us to know you in such a powerful way that's beyond our ability to understand. God, I thank you so much for who and what you are in my life. God, I know you're the anchor of my soul. Then in the midst of all the things that are going on in my life, I know that I can step into a place with you that, God, that I don't need to clinch my fist to hold on to some kind of normalcy or some kind of certainty. I know that, God, that there's a hope that holds me. And so, Father, I, I pray for that hope that holds us all. I pray for a, a, for, for a hope that guides us all as well, Father. God, I thank you for this, this moment in history, God, that we are stepping into uh, as, not just as a nation, but look, God, in, in this moment, all of us, God, we're stepping into a moment with you. So Father, I pray in Jesus' name, God, that you would allow us to experience you in a profound, profound way as we continue to worship and we continue to respond to what you're doing here this morning. God, we thank you. There's no other hope. There's no other hope that holds us. There's no other hope that can guide us. We refuse to be held by and guided by anything else than your hope. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.